What's going on, comic fam? It's your boy, the Bearded Comic Bro, and today it's time for another villain profile. And we will be looking at Two-Face. That's right. Scarred side up. So let's talk comics. I can feel your anger. It gives you focus. If you missed a couple weeks ago, I dropped a video where I was talking about the Riddler and how he's my favorite villain and doing just basically a villain profile. And I want to do these randomly of some of my favorite Batman villains because his rogues gallery is so huge and eclectic that I thought there should be more videos just talking about them. And so what I'm planning to do with this series is to talk about what are some of my favorite TV appearances, movie appearances that these villains are in, and then talk about what are some of my favorite comic books, some that you might have been familiar with and also some that you might not be aware of. But the idea is... If you are new to the character, these would be some great starting points to hop into and check out and see if Two-Face is a villain for you. Two-Face was created in 1942 by Bill Finger and Bob Kane. Practically anyone who was a Batman villain or a character was created by Bill Finger and Bob Kane. But Two-Face first appeared in Detective Comics number 66 in a, a three-issue kind of arc that we got to look at the origin of Two-Face. Two-Face's other alter ego is also known as Harvey Dent. And what's really cool is you see a lot of TV shows or movie portrayals or comics where we spend a lot of time dealing with Harvey Dent before he ever becomes Two-Face. And how we get Harvey Dent turning into Two-Face is very common that the most common one is he's in a courtroom and he's prosecuting a, um, a mob figure. And in the midst of this prosecution, the uh, Maroney takes a bottle of acid and throws it into Harvey Dent's face, scarring his left side, causing him to become Two-Faces, a.k.a. Two-Face. And fun fact, too, Harvey Dent was originally called Harvey Kent. And so in the first three issues of uh, Detective Comics that we see Harvey Dent, he's not called Harvey Dent. He's called Harvey Kent. Finally, uh, eventually DC realized that they might be confusing with Clark Kent. And so they wanted to distance themselves of not having a new villain be named Harvey Kent with one of their biggest superheroes whose other identity is Clark Kent. So they just changed it to Harvey Dent. So we went from Kent to Dent. And that's your fun fact. We're going to look at some of my favorite portrayals now of Harvey Dent or Two-Face in TV and in movies. Because he's been in multiple films and shows. Whether it's Harvey Dent and Two-Face or just Harvey Dent. We've got him, and he was in the 1989 Batman series. We saw him played by the iconic Billy D. Williams as Harvey Dent. Sadly, we never got to see his interpretation of Two-Face because it was planned that you were going to probably see him in Tim Burton's third Batman movie that never came to be. And we also didn't get to see Marlon Wayans playing Robin in that movie, so maybe that's a good thing. Batman the Animated Series was where I first discovered Two-Face and really fell in love with the character. And he's voiced by Richard Maul here, who you probably know as the bailiff from Night Court. But that two episode series, or two episodes where they explain his origin story really just captivated me of this, just like how he's such a friend with Bruce Wayne and Batman. 
and trying to really figure out who is Two-Face and can he be saved? Can he be good again? I just was really captivated as a kid and Two-Face's episodes in Batman the Animated Series are some of my favorite. You have him, he's at the, in the episode of I Almost Got Him where the villains are sitting around a poker table talking about how they almost got Batman. So the first villain I got to see on a big movie screen in live action was Tommy Lee Jones portraying Two-Face. Now, I talked about the Riddler, and I love Jim Carrey's performance in it. Tommy Lee Jones' performance in Two-Face is fine to me. I don't hate it. I don't love it. Where if they were to say the Riddler, like, oh, we're going to bring Jack back Jim Carrey, I'd been like, yes, make it happen. If at some point they're like, we're going to bring back Tommy Lee Jones, I'd be like, cool. And they're like, we're going to replace Tommy Lee Jones. I'm like, cool. I would have been okay. It didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I thought it was really good for Joel Schumacher's what he was looking for in the over-the-top world that he was creating, which was very reminiscent of, brought me back to some parts of the 1966 Batman, which sadly Two-Face was never in the original show. However, he was in one of the things that they started the Batman creators did at one point was a couple years ago. I think it was back in 2017. They made a movie of Batman, the 1966 in a animated movie. They bring in all the iconic characters and they start to introduce Batman villains that never made it in the Batman 1966 TV show. So in this series, you get to see Dr. Hugo strange. You get to see Harley Quinn, uh, minor roles in it, but they brought back, Two-Face, and they put Two-Face in this series, and he is voiced by William Shatner. And these movies are a lot of fun. If you love the Batman 1966 TV series, and you never have gotten a chance to watch these two movies, so the first one they did was Return of the Cape Crusaders. The second one is Batman vs. Two-Face. And again, the first the two movies are voiced by Adam West, Burt Ward's in there. They throw in William Shatner. So if you don't like the over-the-top campy stuff, that's not for you. These animated movies are not going to be for you. But if you have a love for him or appreciation for him and you haven't checked out those movies, by all means, check it out. You also get to see freaking William Shatner voice Two-Face. I would be remiss if we did not close talking about my favorite TV and movie portrayals of Two-Face and Harvey Dent if we didn't mention The Dark Knight. Because I adore Aaron Eckert's performance as Harvey Dent. Now, with that being said, mini rant time i love his portrayal as harvey dent so much I, I thought it was great i think he was cast perfectly for the role of harvey dent it turns on me when he gets into two-face and the problem is that they rushed the story arc of harvey dent and two-face for me they tried to cram too much into the dark knight there at the end and i love i adore the dark knight movie as well but I think they were trying to rush Harvey Dent's story and Two-Face's story as a plot device to set up for Dark Knight Rises. And by killing him off, I think they just ruined the movie by rushing that story, in my opinion. Again, this is my opinion. This is why it's my mini rant, not your mini rant. But I wish they would have just almost just kept Harvey Dent in the entire Dark Knight movie maybe at the end when he's battling and having him help with the joker and all these things like we get to see that relationship even more so with batman uh and harvey dent and in the midst of that at the end of the dark knight when they're battling with the joker at some way he gets scarred and that almost leaves us as like a cliffhanger leading up to 
um, The Dark Knight Rises, where then we start to see Two-Face progress more in that movie. Maybe not even as a main villain, but as a side secondary character alongside the world bane or whatever else you want to put it in but i just felt like they rushed the story arc way too much in the dark knight and i wanted more of my boy aaron eckhart in the nolan verse trilogy and i felt robbed rant over now that we've talked about what are some of my favorite TV and movie appearances of harvey dent and two-face we're gonna look at some of my favorite comics and there are a lot of great Two-Face stories. So if you're watching this and I don't list your favorite one, by all means, drop it in the comments below so I can see it. So people that are watching this video, they can see your recommendations as well. Because I really appreciate Two-Face and what his character is about. These aren't listed in any particular order or a ranking. These are just some of my favorite ones that I've compiled into a list. But I am going to start with the first appearance of Two-Face in Detective Comics number 66, 68, and number 80. This is where we first get to see the, remember, Harvey Kent, the arc of who he is and dealing with the, um, the good, bad. And like I said, in the earlier stages of Two-Face's creation, he would when he would rob a bank, the flip of the coin was to see where were him and his his thugs going to keep the money for themselves or would they rob and then donate it to charity which also added another element and another storyline because if you're working for two-face you might be committing crimes that are going to put you in jail and you might not even benefit from the the crime you might not even get the money so that added another complexity which i thought was really in interesting that that aspect has kind of shifted i think a lot with two-face in more modern day it's i'm either going to commit the crime or not commit the crime or you're either going to live or you're going to die uh so a lot more graver decisions and I really appreciated that, like, because you had your henchmen who are like, well, we're still risking our, you know, the possibility of going to jail and we might not even get to keep the money and things like that. And so you have that conflict intermixed with, you know, Two-Face and Batman and all of that. And anyways, so I thought it was a really cool way to introduce the character. And you see uh, Harvey Kent, who then became Harvey Dent, expand uh, into a wider range of complexity as the issues were moving on. Up next, we have Batman 234, which is highly regarded as Two-Face's first appearance in Silver Age, which actually isn't accurate. It's actually World's Finest 173, I believe, where we get Two-Face introduced into the Silver Age. Now, there's arguments because Two-Face is actually Bruce Wayne in this because it's a really dumb storyline, and I highly recommend don't read World's Finest 173. So people gravitate towards Batman 234 as really Two-Face's first introduction into Silver Age. And rightfully so, though, the idea of it is written by the legendary Denny O'Neill. The art is done by Neil Adams, and it is beautiful. And we get to see where Batman, as a detective, using his knowledge of Two-Face and his restriction, Two-Face's restrictions to the coin and being so tied to flipping it and the decisions that he makes that... He uses that to his advantage. Batman in this story is trapped and he needs more time to get out. And there's someone that's going to be left to die. And Batman's like, well, you can't just run off here, Two-Face, leaving them to die. Don't you have to at least flip the coin? And he's shouting that as like Two-Face is leaving. So, of course, Two-Face knows, well, I have to. Flips the coin. He has to go back and save the person, which then Batman has time to free himself. And so you get to see where Batman is starting to learn 
how who Two-Face is and how Two-Face operates and how he can utilize that to his benefit as well because Batman's a great detective. But it adds to the complexity that you can have with stories of this. You can tell there's a goodness still inside Two-Face, inside of Harvey Dent, and Batman tries to play into that very often in these story arcs and in comics. But there's never a definitive, could he be saved, could he not be and I really appreciate what Denny O'Neill did and Neil Adams with his art of creating just a great Two-Face character moving forward to really the Two-Face that we start to know and have come to love in the Batman lore. Up next, we've got Batman Two-Face number one. So this is a one-shot. It was written in 1995 by J.M. DeMathis, and the art is by Scott McDaniels. And we get to look at Two-Face here. This is where... The, one of the story arcs is a little bit of a departure from the Harvey Dent that we know of where Harvey Dent is this by-the-books goody-two-shoe guy who then, when he gets guarded, that's how he becomes Two-Face and that messes with his brain and that where it enhances the evil side of who he is. And well, in this story that DeMathis and uh, McDaniels do, they start to tell the origin story of Harvey Dent differently, where Harvey Dent grew up with an abusive father, that he was never good enough, that he was always um, just not worth his time. And Harvey Dent repressed those feelings. And it really was a deep and powerful story of that of he tried to repress those feelings and go on being a district attorney, living this good life that then when he was scarred, it triggered that he was already evil and it just released those repressed memories that he had. And so it's almost a psychological comic book of where Two-Face is dealing with his, you know, was I always bad? Was I always never good enough? And it starts out with him on the ledge of just like, I should just end it all anyways. And so Two-Face is really struggling with his psychology of, you know, good and evil. And are we inherently bad? Are we inherently good? And does our childhood dictate what we do in our future just really deep storyline and ultimately it comes down to two-face you know kidnaps his dad and is trying to deal with what that you caused this and batman's like no you're just blaming your dad kind of thing and it was just a very powerful story arc that i highly definitely highly recommend checking it out um batman two-face uh again it's a one-shot written in 1995 you should be able to find it pretty easily up next, we've got Joker Asylum Two-Face. This was a series that they did in 2008 where Joker was telling stories of the different rogues gallery while he's in the asylum. And this is a Two-Face story. And it is a really cool one because it's a unique tale that we haven't gotten to see yet. This is written by David Hine and the art is done by Andy Clark. And what's really cool about this story is um, the warden of Arkham Asylum at the time is trying to... Uh, do a rehabilitation program with these villains and part of the rehabilitation program is he takes a firefighter who is scarred horribly disfigured on his side from uh his work in the line of duty and is talking with two-face harvey denton is saying like look you can't let your situations dictate who you are as a person and this scarred firefighter reaches out to two-face in the asylum and they have this moment where he's talking with him. He's like, look, you were good, just like I was good. You were a DA fighting to put villains away. You know, I was a firefighter fighting for Gotham 
I got scarred in the line of duty and I'm still good. I'm going out and sharing my story with people, motivating people. And Two-Face is like, yeah, well, that's not me. He goes, yeah, but I know because I'm good in this, you can also be good too. And Two-Face then goes, well, if you can turn me good because you're good and I'm bad, I can turn you bad because of what happened. And then you get into this uh, story arc where Two-Face escapes from Ark Asylum a, a couple months later. He finds this firefighter and has this firefighter in this situation of where he's kidnapped the firefighter's wife and has her under a vat of acid. And he proposed, and he has over here, he has Batman kidnapped. And he says, okay, just like you thought you could turn me good, I think I can turn you bad. Shoot Batman, murder a hero in cold blood to save your wife or your wife will be permanently disfigured by the acid that made me the way I am. And so he has to deal with this, with these emotions of does he do what he thinks is right? Does he, does he kill Batman to save his wife? Does he try to save Batman and his wife at the same time? And I'm not going to go into spoilers of what happens because if you haven't read this book, check it out. I think it's a great story because it really deals with this, the idea, right, of good versus evil. And are you inherently good? Are you inherently bad? And can you turn someone who is good, bad and bad? Good? Like It just is a really cool story. And I think you would really appreciate uh, what is told. So definitely check it out by all means. And last on the list is Batman The Long Halloween. That's written by Jep Loeb and art is done by Tim Sale. And this gang is one of my all-time favorite Batman stories. If you haven't checked it out, by all means, go to your DC Infinite app, go to your comic store, pick up Batman The Long Halloween. Really cool. Sorry. This is a story arc that focuses mostly on Harvey Dent. And then we get to where, spoiler alert a little bit, how Harvey Dent becomes Two-Face, but it's not really a spoiler alert because I've already shared with you guys how he becomes Two-Face, so deal with it. But we get to look at Harvey Dent, and I think this is what I really appreciate the story. This is a really long time that we get to spend with Harvey Dent and this kind of leading up to who, how he becomes Two-Face and goes back to those inner turmoils that we always talk about of his decision making of is he always good is he has he been bad at points and things like that that is two-face a really a true departure from who harvey dent is on the inside or not and this is really cool where you get to see the working relationship probably more than you do of most comics with harvey dent and batman where they're working with commissioner gordon to solve the holiday killer right so this killer is killing somebody each day you know each holiday so halloween christmas new year's eve Valentine's Day, all of these things, and is dealing with the seedy underbelly of Gotham. You have the crime families, the Maronis, the Falcones, and it really kind of grounds Batman lore into it is that kind of mob boss territory of Gotham, and Batman is trying to stop it with then the help of your DEA, Harvey Dent, and it just is Again, I'm not going to go into detail because if for some weird reason you haven't read The Long Halloween, stop what you're doing and read that because it is just a great story through and through. So there you have it. That is my villain profile of Two-Face. But who would you like to see a villain profile of next? And as always, hopefully you can find some time to curl up, grab a book, 
and nerd out. Peace.